What up, everybody? We want to welcome y'all back to another episode of Case Rotation. This is Box Jetson. And I'm Spinisha Simone. And uh, we are recording live from Cleveland, Ohio. We have two very special guests with us today. Uh, we have the beautiful couple, Cam Lissa, mm-hmm. a.k.a. <laughs> Ohio's <laughs> version, the Ohio Obamas, <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> wow. A.K.A. Uh, the power couple of the century. Oh, my God. So. Um, but before we start talking to them, we got to check in. Yeah, just a brief check in real quick. What's going you on go first. You? I'm a little on edge, guys, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. So you probably won't get the best version of me today. You're going to get the on edge version. Thank you for that disclaimer. I just needed them to know. <laughs> like, oh, what's up with Spinisha? Yeah. Um, yeah, not too much to check in about. We had the orange soda party in Columbus this past week. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Malcolm. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Malcolm Shout once again. Shout out to Vern and the orange soda team. Yeah, and that was real fun. They put together a nice event. Um, it got shut down prematurely due to some... Um, for lack of better word, whole neighbors, they wanted to make calls and complain. So, I mean, but the cops were cool about it. So, you know, we got everybody out in a reasonable time. And it was it was fun while it lasted. So, I mean, I definitely hope we can do something here in the future. Um, they're going to have the next one in D.C. Yeah, that one will be super lit. Um, yeah. So, you're close crazy. to D.C. Malcolm's out here. Yeah, 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 here, man. <laughs> um, what else? That's really it, man. Is Just that everything? Trying to graduate. Trying to get out of here. All right. Well, let's get to our, our list that we did not give to <laughs> to Kim or Alyssa. That's so crazy. And they like oh. kind of are a little. Yeah, they're not, so. they're not very happy about this. <laughs> um, so when we left off last week, we were talking about passions, like the things that we're passionate about. And um, I, like, love to hear people's stories about how they figured out what they were passionate about. So, uh, I guess we can start there. I think that's, like, the perfect question for you guys. I think so, yeah. So, if you want Box to go first, he can go first. Yeah, go ahead, Box. Go ahead, start it off. So, just, like, what my passions are and how it came to be. Yeah, like, how you found... Because, you know, like, okay, so... I've been asking people... Like, how they figure out what they wanted to do. And this woman was telling me, like, one day she, like, accidentally, like, ended up somewhere. And she figured out, like, she was like, oh, my gosh, this is what I was supposed to be doing my whole life. Mm -hmm. And she just, like, felt it. Like, she knew. And that's, like, one thing that I think, like, everybody's story has in common. It's, like, they just feel it. They just know. Mm -hmm. So, when did you have that moment? Or, like, when did you just know? The moment came to me when I was young, like, and just being the confidant and the person that people can come to to kind of express their uh, problems without feeling judged, just, you know, being that friend that people can get advice from and things like that. Like, I've always just, like, took pride in knowing, like, I'm able to help this person through a particular situation. Um, Like, or they expressed to me, like, hey, you really helped me through blah, 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 based on the advice you gave or, like, just how supportive you were in that moment. So, um, just, like... The feeling that I would get from helping someone, it just, like, made me feel as if I wanted to pursue a career in that. 
So, um, like, I like to p- tell people the inf- infamous story of how I got into, like, the field of psychology, watching Freaky Friday, uh, <laughs> Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis. You character. never told me that story. <laughs> I, I promise you. I've told you this, like, several times. I promise you never told me that story. But Jamie Lee Curtis' character, she was a psychologist, and she was just really, really pissed poor at it. And, like, she just didn't put any effort into it, really. Like, she was always drawing about other stuff or whatever, or, like, dodging her clients. And I was like, like, I mean, just seeing that you are able to do that in the job if you want to. Like, that kind of attracted me initially. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, I would actually do it and help people or take it more seriously. So Totally off topic, but I have a very important <laughs> special announcement. Jordan Peele got an Oscar. Oh, beautiful. I think that's I, I think that's for, worth interrupting for. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, for Get Out, that's amazing. Yeah. Sorry. About I mean, that. he should have. It's such a good movie. If he hadn't, it would have been big trouble. That's I feel amazing. Like. I'm so proud yeah. of him. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that's kind of how mine came to be. Just um, understanding that I love helping people and watching that movie and just kind of putting it all together. Like, what field can I go into to kind of help people and still? So I, basically, watching a movie made you. Freaky Friday, that man. Feeling. Yeah. You, you can draw inspiration. I was about to say that you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Cam, it's your turn. Yeah, so for me, um, I guess I kind of have a similar story where I kind of just woke up and realized, well, I didn't wake up, but I experienced uh, something that made me realize, that this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm called to do. Um, I've always had a a passion for trying to help those who are disadvantaged. Um, but I really didn't know in regards to like political advocacy, political involvement, um, that would be the avenue that, you know, I would use to help people until about my senior year of college, I interned at the Ohio house of reps. Well, you know, this is cool. Kept, you know, some money in my pocket and I was a bit more curious about what legislators were meeting about behind closed doors. But that summer after I graduated, when I went down to Washington, D.C., I was on Capitol Hill, and having that day-to-day experience, um, meeting with lobbyists, meeting with other people who are like-minded, um, and seeing the connection that I had with, with, for lack of better words, the, the people in the urban environment and those who are in you know the, the top floors offices, right? Being able to connect with both of those groups and finding a common ground where, you know, I could bring the, the, the problems of the, uh, everyday folk to the, to the people who has the, you know, the, the top corner office on, on the, the highest building, whatever, um, being able to communicate with both of those groups and trying to find solutions to help people. That's really what it's all about. Martin Luther King said, you know, I have an urge a deeper urge to serve, right? Yeah. That's, that's really what it comes down to. And I didn't really find that find that out until I was down in D.C. on Capitol Hill, really helping people out, changing people's lives. And from there, I was like, this is the avenue that I feel called to, and yeah. this is what I want to do. So I kind of stumbled into it, but once once I got in it, I was like, this is it, you know? Yeah. It's, it's not just, you know, singularly focused, but... Through, through the avenue of politics, uh, legislation, and, and political involvement, I feel like that's that's what my passion is, to help people, and that's where I can get it done. Yeah. I feel like most people just stumble into it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Your turn, Alyssa. <laughs> um, all right, well, in undergrad, I majored in, like, some bogus degree, like, 
child development and family studies. So, like, my parents are like, oh, what are you going to do with that? Um, nothing. So, <laughs> uh, graduation was coming. I was like, well, I don't have anything to do. So, I did city year in Columbus, which is an AmeriCorps program. Pays really crappy. And I was like, what am I doing here? And every day I just kept coming. Like, the hours sucked. I had to be there at, like, 6.45, and I worked till, like, 4, and then I started coaching basketball, and I was there from, like, 6.45 to 7.45. It was nuts. And then I was like, you know, I'm working with these kids. People are, you know, they have family members that are getting arrested. They're getting shot. They don't have nothing to eat. They don't have school supplies. They don't have anything. And I'm like, why is nobody doing anything about this? Why aren't people helping them, like, they're making these standardized tests for kids to take with schools that don't even have computers. Like, it's just, it's insane. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go to grad school, get my graduate degree, and help these kids get out of this neighborhood that they're in and help them get to college. So I went to grad school to study college student personnel, and then about halfway through, maybe like, after my first year, I was like, I should have went to grad school for K-12 through administration. But I was like, you know what? I'm already here. It's free. I'm going to finish and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So then I finish. Um, then I moved back to Columbus. Got a job that I didn't really like again. But, you know, it is what it is. Got a job that I didn't like. And now I'm kind of just, like, working in a school. So, like, I'm still working in schools. I'm still working with kids who have, like, behavior issues, autism, and things like that, but I'm really trying to get into, like, K-12, through like, education reform or policy or something like that, because I'm tired of, um, how do I say this nicely, people who have never stepped foot in a classroom, never stepped foot in an inner-city school, never set but in any type of school setting who are making these policies for our kids to take. Yes. Who (laughs) cannot pass them, um, don't have the resources to pass them, and they just make up this stuff for a certain population to pass them and not our people. So, everybody who's listening right now is probably like, oh, it makes sense that he called them the... uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's so crazy. If you guys uh, just listen to all that. And mind you, I'm just looking at this photo that they have up in their apartment. And it's it's a huge photo framed with Cameron and Miss Michelle Obama. It's beautiful. So, yeah. yeah. And um, I guess I can go. I still haven't found my passion, but it was nice to hear you guys' stories. Um, I don't know. I think I'm trying more of the, like, trial and error. So, like, trying all these things and realizing, like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't really like this. Or I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Or I, I don't know. So, I'm just trying, like, different things and realizing that I don't like them so you know still on that I haven't had that moment where I like had that feeling of oh this is it this is what I want to do so yeah but I do like hearing everybody else's story because I feel like maybe it will inspire me to figure it out it's hard though especially when you're like so not old but older (laughs) and thanks for making me feel (laughs) 
you know. Everybody, so. like, knows. Like, all of my friends really know what they're passionate about, and I'm just like, oh, you know. I don't know if I really I'm, know. I just have an idea. I was going to say, yeah, I'm faking the funk, low-key. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know, like, this is the avenue that I'm going to create some real change in, but, you know, what role am I going to have? Like, career? Yeah. Title I'm gonna have, I don't know. But. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like everybody doesn't know like everything that they want to do. No they just kind of like. Right. Puff Daddy don't I don't know. even know. Like, okay, so you guys like know. All right, it's like it's like you're in a store. Mm-hmm. You guys know what store you're going to. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just don't know what section you're sure. in. Sure. I don't even know what store I'm going to. Sure. So that I'm just like at the plaza. Like, gotcha. just, like, looking at all the stores. I tell people that all the time, too. Like, although I may know the store I want to go into, like, I'm still prolonging it as much as I can. Like, that's why I'm still continuing education because it's, like, like I'm furthering myself. I'm evolving in my career, but at the same time, it affords me some time to, like, really think. And, like, Absolutely. Okay, like, what, what avenue do I want to go? Like, I may have it broken down into, like, four, but I don't know which one right. of the four that right. I want to really pursue. But so I think, like... We're all lost in that I regard. think, like, our... Maybe, like, the generation before us, I don't think they really get that. Because, like, a lot of times, like, I'll hear them, like, oh, you went to college, like, get a job. And, Mm -hmm. like, why don't you know what you want to do? You went to college. Right. And I don't think they really understand, like, it's hard. It is. It's a different time. Even if I could go back to college, I feel like I would do that completely differently. So let me ask all three of you, like, where do y'all think that comes from, like, that immediate pressure once you hit, like, 24, 25 to, like, okay, I got to a timeline to success by mm-hmm. a certain age. Like, most times it's like, I gotta be rich by 30 or before 30. Like, where does that pressure come from? Society. So, yeah. Society. That's 100%. Yeah. Social media, right? I mean... Yeah. Oh my God, social media have, makes it worse. You have yeah. this expectation where you, you literally have access to your peers 100% yeah. of the time, like, whenever you want. Yeah. And, like, you can view someone else's life and, like, yo, they're doing all this dope stuff and what am I doing? Right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's ex- exactly what people do, especially, yeah. like, when people post like um proposals and like engagements and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. people start to feel like oh my gosh like why am i not getting married or whatever Mm -hmm. but um even with like jobs like i find myself like there's a couple of people who went to grad school like for the same thing that i went through and they're like excelling like so quickly and they're already like at the top but like they're there like that's it that's mm-hmm. as far as they're gonna go. Yeah. You have to think about it the other way too. Yeah. Like you're here, but you may end up going further than them. Mm-hmm. So like it just depends. Like you really can't compare. Yeah, comparing is super it's dangerous hard. to me. It's not hard. to do it. Though. Yeah. And then like a lot of times, a lot of the stuff. I mean, a lot of times people don't factor in the fact like not everyone's gonna post about everything bad that's going on right. too. Like you don't know what's going on on the other side. Like so, mm-hmm. why compare your day to day life to somebody's highlight reel? Right. Like if all yeah. they're posting about is their accomplishments, their success, but the day after that, like, they could be falling into depression because things are going south. Yeah, like, this is true. Yeah. So I try, I try, I mean, it's hard not to compare yourself, but I try to m- remind myself of that daily, like, we're all still trying to figure it out. We're all on our own path. You know and then, I mean? like, I mean, you you have the power to control what your social media presence is, too. Yeah. Right. Um, but, yeah, society, social media, parents, I think it's just a different... It's a different time, man. I mean, they they were so accustomed, like, to once you hit 18, you know, you out yeah. the house, right? <laughs> now it's... it's the military? Yeah. Work. That's cool. College. <laughs> that's, that was their choices. Now it's like, you know, you can, you can still go to military, go to work, or go to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But most of the time, like, 
I know for a lot of us, once we graduated, we moved back into the, our mom's and dad's yeah, house. Yeah, right? for sure. And then you're there for a little while, even through your first job. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's just a different time, man. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That shift, yeah. But I think a lot of times, like the generation before us, although they, I'm not going to say responsible for this change, mm-hmm. which they really are, but they <laughs> we get the blame for it, too. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, yeah. you guys raised us to be this way, essentially, and then get mad that we're not adhering to right. y'all's traditions. Yeah. Like, y'all, y'all changed it. Yeah. And we just kind of a product of that. So. Yep. And another thing, like, they, I think we're a lot more aware of, like, mental health. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. like, people, if they're unhappy with the job, they're like, okay, like, I'm not going to work a job that I'm unhappy with. And as opposed to like, oh, you know what? I need this job. I'm just going to stay here and work and retire. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we don't do that. <laughs> like, you know what? Absolutely this not. job is not mentally good for me. Yeah. I'm going to quit. And I think like I've heard a lot of people 100%. from that generation 100%. say like, oh, like, you know, that's not a reason to quit a job. Like, you don't work to be happy. And it's just like, there's what? so many yeah. like, there's so many disconnects, I, I feel yeah. like, between like how we look at it. and So it's hard. It's hard to have those conversations, I think, with those people, especially when you don't know mm-hmm. what store you're at. It's yeah. just like, you know, I'm just figuring it out. Luckily, right now, I could just be like, oh, I'm just playing a wedding, so. <laughs> but after that, it's like, I, I don't know. I feel like I just have to really figure it out. It's hard. Yeah. But before uh, we get into our, like, main topics. Uh-oh. Wait, I feel like, I feel like it's like kind of rude. No, yeah, we kind of left off on the last, okay. the last episode about it. Gotcha, gotcha. So, I feel like it's kind of rude to not, like, introduce them, like, more in depth. Yeah, I was like, I actually agree. So, like, you guys just you guys' relationship and like we can just like introduce them because I feel like or you guys can introduce yourselves <laughs> you're not a plus one tell us a little more about y'all no no y'all. no I want to hear about how you guys' oh. friendship oh okay. yeah. yeah that's a good one let's talk about that <laughs> people hear enough and about me and by the way though. we have like um a third guest on the show <laughs> that is why I'm on edge guys yes. we have a third guest and he like wants he's like all over he wants over to be me. your friend really he, he wants to be my friend so bad he, he loves everyone knows that Mitch is terrified is of dogs I'm yeah. terrified of dogs and Petey is emotional he loves hard so like he doesn't know how to respond that <laughs> Spanisha is and not like, showing him any love. So if you guys like just hear like him he wants and... to give you a kiss really bad and then he'll oh. leave you alone yeah so that he's our, our other guest that is just making him so <laughs> heard yes. but okay all right, you wanna go ahead, have, box. Yeah, go ahead, box. <laughs> Where do we start? For Cam, I've known Cam for a really, really long time. Uh, I've, we've known each other since we were about eight, but I'll say like freshman year of high school is when our friendship really started to pick up, mm-hmm. and we became best friends, and we we're spending like a lot of time together. <clears throat> um, like really, just experienced every aspect of life uh, from yeah. like high school, growing up, like experiencing hardship like yeah. we've been through a lot of like stress together uh overcame a lot like we've seen each other's successes so like it's always good to see like the things cam's doing now because it's like i've been there for like every part mm-hmm. of it like i feel like so um like we went we were roommates all throughout college and then that's when he like really got big into politics and kind of um like had that move to dc which was that beautiful opportunity for him um but like up to that point like we just like yeah man we Play sports together, rap sports, together, right. <laughs> everything. We got party, party. Uh, 
I'm getting fights with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T nine text days, man. Yeah, like, we had flip phones. You had that uh, phone with the mirror on the front. Yeah, yeah. You had a Nokia. Then you had a razor at one. We had your mom's razor. Yeah, had a big razor, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like Box said, we go way back. Because funny thing is, like our moms are really good friends. So much so that them two, they can't be around. Like, when they're around each other. They're, they're good time. They're worse than me and Box together. Yeah. Like, they, they start clowning people. <laughs> they don't know how to act in public. But we love them. Um, and then our brothers went to high school, too. So our brothers right both graduated uh, the same, same year. Uh, my older cousin, your older yeah, sister. Yeah, his older cousin and my, my older sister went to school together. So, like, we've, we've been linked for a while in, in more ways than one. And then once we got to high school, you know, we linked up and the rest was... Like history, yeah. Like the highs, the lows, the funny stories, <laughs> funny experiences. And it was like I will, like I feel like I can attribute a lot of my like college success to Cam because like, like whenever I felt like I was like, bro, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like I could always <laughs> lean on him, like, and he'd always keep me strong. And then like if he felt the same way, yeah. like, he'd lean on me, and like we just kept each other motivated and like, ended up being distinguished leaders. Yeah, yeah. Like, we 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 had a lot of accomplishments. Yeah, man. So much that like. I feel like we left a big impact on every... Like, not to toot our horns, but we did leave a nice impact on every school we touched. Mm-hmm. And Box saved my life one time. <laughs> yeah. He saved you. Yeah, he saved my life. Like, legit. This was... I think this was going into sophomore year of high school. Yeah. Uh, going into sophomore year of high school, was summer, we were at Mary Franklin Pool. Uh, Mary Franklin Rec Pool. And... <laughs> it was Box. It was me, Box. Shaquille Watkins, shout out to Shaq. Yeah, shout out to Shaq. And Corey Tribune, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> and so, like, we at the pool, and everyone... You told me this story. <laughs> everyone's jumping off the high dive. And I'm like, man, you know, I really can't swim. Like, I'm I'm 6'2", right? So, like, if my feet can't touch the bottom of the pool, I don't have no reason being in the pool. But yeah. nonetheless, I'm a sophomore in high school. Everybody's jumping off the high dive. Shaq jumps, Corey jumps, Box jumps. I'm like, yo, I never jumped off the high dive before. And Shaq was like, bro, just, you know, don't jump off the little dive. I'm like, man, you're not about to show me. I'm like, it's my first time at the I pool. Choke, bro. Right. So I jump off the high dive. I, float, I, I fall into the water. And then I'm like, you know, cool, right? I didn't float back up. Started panicking. Oh, and I was like, yep, this is it. Like, <laughs> I'm about to go out in the pool. But uh, thankfully, you box, jumped in and saved box jumped well, like, in. Yeah, I think Shaq got out and ran around. I don't even know what happened. I know box Corey and Shaq. That speaks volumes to how like great of a man Cam is too, though, because <laughs> he and Corey didn't have that great of a relationship. Like I think yeah, y'all met. Like I think we met that day, yeah, yeah. and Corey swam over to try to save him too. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. Because like the plan was like we jumped in. It's a twelve foot like. Once you get into the water and then you swim out to the six foot and hang out. And we were hanging for like probably 15, 30 <laughs> seconds and we realized like, yeah, we're chucking. Just wait. You was, I was just, yeah. I was we had that whole time. You left him? You, didn't, you knew he couldn't swim? <laughs> I, I, I didn't know. I jumped. I panicked. And everything just went out the window. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how to swim now? No. I, I you didn't tried, want to learn after that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Uh-uh. So, yeah, it was like where Chuck at, and then we just turned around, saw like his hand. So like I swam over there as fast as I could. Yeah, and then, shout out to Frederica, one of the lifeguards there. Like she threw in her. Uh, oh my god! 
I was trying to push Cam, but then she threw in a little noodle thing to kind of. Mm-hmm. Do you go to the pool? Yeah, I go to the pool, but like you I said, like, if my feet can't touch the bottom, I have no reason to be in the pool. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I see, I'm taller than the average person, so it's like, I can stand in the pool. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm not that great of a swimmer, but like, if somebody throws me in the water, like, I'm not going to drown. You oh, know? I'm going to drown. He's on that. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I too cannot swim. <laughs> but I also, I stand like three feet. Yeah, see? I, I stick to what I know. I don't. <laughs> unless I got like a floaty, then I'm good. <laughs> um, that's cute. You guys' relationship is like best friend goals. <laughs> it we is. We do a lot, man. Yeah. So, do you want to get into our topics or do you want to, what do you want to do? How do you want to do this? You gotta really take the the lead this episode. Um, we can get in topics. Let's let Liz introduce herself. Yes, yes, yes. A little. <laughs> um, I'm Liz. <laughs> <laughs> I just be chilling. What you want me to say? Um, we were I talking about your else passions. Had to introduce me. So just kind of like you know where you from, like your experience. How did you and Cam? Yeah, how y'all met. Like, I'll tell that story. Yeah, Cam. Oh, is it a beautiful story? No. <laughs> it's really not. Oh, never mind. So, uh, we, we actually met at Box's house. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. So, really, we met in a group me yeah. when we all crossed. <laughs> Isn't that where everybody, like, meets people at? No. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So, like, we all crossed <laughs> the same semester, spring 2013. Mm-hmm. And then. I think I like hit, bo- I hit both of y'all up or something like that because I was coming back home to Columbus for the summer. Their dog's obsessed with me, guys. Mm-hmm. He's all on my lap. <laughs> Hi, it's finished. Okay, now let's leave her alone. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Yeah, I hit them up, but it was like me, my line sister Cassie. We had met Box at like Orange Leaf. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where's Cam at? <laughs> he was like, oh, man, I can't come. I got to meet my, I got to go get my I sister from my school. Sister. I was like, he's lying. He just doesn't want to meet me. Being dramatic. Uh, <laughs> if I have plans to meet somebody, I think I might. If they told me that, I might. It was really last minute, though, and that's because Box lived, like, 30 seconds away from yeah. Orange Leaf. Yeah. And Cam was like, oh, I can't come. And I was like, well, there it is. No more Cam Lissa, no more Orange Leaf. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> Your turn. Is it a different story? No. no I mean, that, no, that's, that's, that's the beginning phase Exactly. Of it, yeah. That's uh, correct. Then but, we met at Box's house. Yeah. And then, I don't even know what happened after that. Then we, we went to Crackle we Barrel. Crackle Barrel. I had an interview that day, matter of fact. Okay, I had a job interview that day. we still went to Crackle And Barrel. I was like, you know what? I'm going to still make time in my day. To go have wow. breakfast with her. Aww, <laughs> wow. You guys have breakfast? But, um, Kim hates Crackle Barrel. I, I, I do hate Crackle Barrel. It's, it's not a very good place. It's not a very good place. It's not. It's not. But Miss <laughs> Alyssa here, uh, <laughs> let the record state that she didn't like me at first. A whole lot. Like, she I'll, felt. She I'm going to interject and disagree. <laughs> no, no. Because, I did like okay. you, first of all. She didn't like, like, I just want to put out there on the record for everybody to know. Oof. Cam was 19 years old when we met. This is true. Oh, so. Yeah. yeah. Like, all right. So, you know how, like, them Didn't Hallmark you movies. Did you were 19? 
I no, was 18. You were 18. <laughs> I was about to like, say that. Them Hallmark okay, movies where you can just like, like where the two people meet and like the way their eyes lock and meet. Like you can just tell like, okay, there's something special about it. Like I don't know, like I, I just felt like there was an energy and a connection between the two at my house. And I, Look, I, knew, like, I knew it was there. <laughs> yeah. She, knew? Knew, it she knew it was there. Wait, wait, wait. So, you knew it was so there? I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so listen, I've listen, this. listen, this whole this, so this whole funny. summer, right? That whole summer, I was going into my junior year of college. She was going to her senior. Like we was kicking it, going to the movies. She got me like my birthday's in the summer. She got me gifts, all this type of stuff. And you know, school start back up. She disappears. She go right back up to public grade. I'm like, dang, man. Like, maybe I was just a summer fling, and that was it. And then I hear from her somewhere. Like, First of all, I called you. Mind you, I was volunteering for moving, and I called you because you had knee surgery. I did. And you, that she didn't tell me about. Because you forgot about me. I had been back in not less than a week. But. Alyssa didn't like me at first, but I was persistent. If I didn't like you, I wouldn't have made a gift for you for your birthday. That was just a nice gesture. <laughs> I feel like that that's how it always goes, though. Like, I don't know if this is the truth, but like the girl kind of is like uh, hesitant at first, but the guy, he just knows. Yeah. Those of mm-hmm. you who are listening that know Alyssa Allen <laughs> know that I'm not making no gift for nobody unless I like them. I, I, I give you that. I give you that. <laughs> But yeah, that was a. Uh, I, I had to had to work my way in to get her to see that she really <laughs> liked me. It was a rom com, bro. It was a rom com. Yeah, that was five. I years feel like ago, that's how guys. it always happens. Wow, it was five years ago. The time flies, right? Yeah. We can kind of relate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys have a beautiful love story. <laughs> I mean, it's going beautiful now. It's a beautiful it's, a, it's one of those ones I feel like it'd be a really good movie. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You, you I'd watch it. It. <laughs> it, will, it would win an Oscar. I don't know. <laughs> I'd be in it. It'd definitely I feel be like a, it'd be like a Hallmark movie. It, it definitely could be on Hallmark or Lifetime. And I'm going to say Hallmark because their movies are better. Yeah, I think, I think it'd be a, a good Hallmark movie. Yeah. But I think that is one thing that every couple like has in common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we can have your sister's dog and Petey like running in the snow. It could be a Christmas. Oh, it could be a Christmas story. And I will definitely not be on <laughs> Nor will I write that part. Um, okay, so we can get into some of our questions. Right. We have a little game at the end we want to play, but that's at the end. Okay, so um, it's a trap. Yeah. It's not a trap. It's not a trap. It's Why would we trap. set up our friends? <laughs> I know. I, we know it's not a trap. <laughs> okay, Box, go ahead. Right, so just to start off, um, I'm just going to ask you guys, what does black love mean to you, and how important is it to see it in the media? So you want me to start? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't... What does black love mean to me? Black love means to me. So the epitome of black love to me is what I've witnessed from two two marriages. Uh, one is my Uncle Charles and my Aunt Sadie mm-hmm. and one and the other is my grandfather and grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandfather and grandmother have known each other since they were eight years old. We married, they was married for like 60 some years. And all this, uh, my grandmother just passed back in August but you know the type of bond that they share the respect, mm-hmm. the the love that they have for one another. They didn't do, as far as I know, they didn't do anything without 
considering and thinking about the other person. Um, like I remember one time we were at church for New Year's and my grandma was kind of sick and my grandfather was my pastor and he was, you know, doing our New Year's service or watch service and he left service early because he was like, I haven't brought in a new year without, you know, being <laughs> with my, my wife. Yeah. He's like, I ain't about to start today. Yeah, I'm... So, I mean, it, it's, it's that type of love that I think when I think of black love is just wanting to always be around and thinking of the person you're madly in love with and demonstrating that mm -hmm. right and then the importance of it on social media um i think it's i think i mean you love who you love but particularly black love since it was so so shunned upon and destroyed systematically literally since chattel slavery up until yeah. really recently um it's important because it's it's something that was systemically brought upon and black families to uh, uh, it was destroyed from black families. So yeah, I think it's, it's extremely important for people to see that that it exists, that it's real, that it's not a myth. Yeah, that that it actually is out there. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely with you on that. <laughs> I don't know if I have the best answer for this because I don't think I've ever thought about it. There's no best answer for it. I, I don't know. I want to say that, like, love is love and it's always good to see. But, like, black love, I think, is important because we always get, like, stereotyped. Like, we always, as a black community, I feel like we get stereotyped on so many things. And I think that's one of them. Especially with, like, having children and black fathers and them not being around. But, like, that's not true. So, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it's nice to see... I don't want to say social media is, like, very important, but that's, like, our era and that's our generation. So, it's always good to see it and to know that it exists. But I don't think I've ever, like, really thought about it or, like, considered it, hmm. maybe. Like, to know how important it is, I would say. Mm -hmm. I think I just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, let me tell you what made me think about it recently. Because I was one of those people who was like, oh, like, I have my parents' relationship to look to. Mm. I, like, love is love. I don't really, I don't need, black love isn't that important for me to see. So this is what made me realize it was super important. When we went to see Black Panther <laughs> and just how much um, T'Challa, like, admired Nakia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that was just so important because, like, I thought, like, you don't really see this. Like, you don't really yeah, you see, don't see like, it like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was like he wasn't, um, I don't know, to me it just seemed really pure. Mm -hmm. It seemed like he just truly admired her for who she was as a person. And it just came off as very authentic. And, I mean, not to, like, make it about this, but, like, for her to be, like, a dark-skinned woman mm -hmm. and for him to just be, like, like, he froze when he saw her, mm -hmm. so it kind of just, like, takes away the stigma of, like, oh, like, you know, I gotta be with, like, a lighter person yeah. or, like, a white girl or whatever. Yeah. So I think that when I saw that, I'm like, this is gonna be really important. Yeah. Like, years from now, I think a lot of kids will see that, and it will, like, I don't know. I never really realized how movies, um, how much they impact you. Like, as a kid, you kind of just watch them, and you're like, oh, this is just a movie. Mm -hmm. 
But as an adult watching it, I can understand why representation is so important. Mm -hmm. Like, just seeing yeah. those types of things and, like, oh, like, it kind of just gets into your system. Like, this is normal. Like, this mm -hmm. is, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's when I realized that the, the representation yeah. of black love is yeah. really important. What about you? Bucks, or did you already answer? Yeah, I already answered. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I tried to back you up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't know what did he I say. Like, I was like, I know I didn't miss that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what did he say? Um, yeah, I Wait, was there a two-part two to your question? No, just really, like, what is it Oh, what does it mean to me? How important is it? So you kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah the movie. That's what it meant to me. Yeah, I think, I think it also needs to be uh, visible as well. Like, because... Um, you know, growing up, a lot of the times, a lot of the roles we had to look to in the media were, like, drug dealer roles, or it was, like, mm -hmm. um, drugged out mom, or, like, you know, something of the sort to where it was, like, something traumatic, something that was detrimental to the community. Yeah. So, like, to be able to see it more in the light of, like, it's a king and his, yeah. his potential queen, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, wow, like, this is, this is what we can aspire to be. Like, this is how I can respect women. And, you know, I wasn't even thinking about Black Panther when I originally... Uh, I thought of the question, so yeah, I'm of glad course you brought I took it, to it that. back to that. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, like that was a a very good representation of like how to treat like a black woman. Like, yeah. Um, and you know, I do love. I, I'm not a big fan of colorism at all, but I do appreciate how it was like all like darker skin people. Yeah. Are because it's like I've seen people on Twitter say that they have. It. You guys have you guys have seen it? Right? Okay. Okay. Seen it twice. I've seen um, people on Twitter find issue with that, mm -hmm. like. Oh, where were the light, the lighter shade people in? in... Somebody had a nice clap back for that. <laughs> but yeah, I agree like with this you. Was before, well, they were not, they weren't colonized, so there was. <laughs> there was <laughs> there were lighter people, yeah, like yeah, in the army. Yeah. So, but I mean, I guess yeah, I, I saw that too. Yeah. Um, there was something else I was gonna say though. That's why I interrupted you. What were you saying? There's something else I was gonna say. I'm sorry. That always happens. No, I usually interrupt you so I don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> but I forgot. Do you remember what you were saying? Um. Oh my gosh. You were talking <laughs> about lighter colorism. Oh, right. no, no. I was going to say colorism is something that people try to act like, like isn't a thing anyway. Yeah. Which is like a completely other issue. But I do think that the representation of that relationship, although it wasn't something that they really explored, like it wasn't like a huge theme of the movie, mm -hmm. I appreciated the little like snippet that we got of it. Because mm -hmm. we didn't even really get any backstory of the relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not at all. Like nothing about the breakup or anything, like mm -hmm. why they weren't together. But yeah. Hi, right, Box. Okay, so next you question. You guys just answering the questions, dude. <laughs> <Look, look. laughs> Like, we're trying to live up to the, to no. the, the hype that you right, guys put you know. us on. That's made up. You guys go past the hype. It's an honor, to be, it's an honor to be on here. We got to make sure we... Right. <laughs> I can't like, even consider it hype. Do you guys you ever feel... Podcast crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got a picture... <laughs> you guys got a picture of uh, Michelle Obama in your house. I'm not in it. So I don't, that one got nothing to do with me. So it counts. Y'all are package deal. Yeah. <laughs> he even said it counts. <laughs> you cannot deny what, how much swag this brings 
to you guys. We cannot right. compete with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so Michelle crazy. Obama, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, y'all out here talking to the world. I'm just sending emails. <laughs> you know what I'm no, you guys are out here shaking hands with important people. Okay, rubbing elbows with the bosses. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. So, all right, moving on. Do you guys ever feel um, like the pressure of like? being goals or do you ever have like I don't want to get like way too personal but do you ever feel um because like with social media you feel like you have to you want to post your relationship but you don't want to post too Mm -hmm. much so it's kind of like this happy like medium you have to find with like okay you know I'm in a relationship but you don't know everything Mm -hmm. about my relationship Mm -hmm. so do you guys like ever feel like that that pressure to like yeah put out there hey you can answer too i'm in a relationship not no more in the beginning yeah maybe so in the beginning maybe because we were younger Mm -hmm. but i mean now i mean people know i mean not even that yeah yeah, i think it's at the point now where it's i think we're both secure enough in knowing that you know long as i know that she got me and i got her you know who cares what anyone else has to to think or say um and if anyone who doesn't know about our relationship status and comes cro- comes close to crossing that line i'm more than confident that she is able to draw that line and say look you know i have a boyfriend da da and likewise with me yeah. so i don't yeah not not so much anymore because mm-hmm. I, think, I think we just got older at least for me i don't know what you think that's probably yeah that's yeah. what i would say is like we just got older because like when we first met, I was a little bit crazy. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah. Like, my attitude has improved poor. so much. It was it was my bad. attitude. That's why Box is laughing. My attitude. <laughs> that is why Box is laughing. My attitude was so bad. And I'm sure, like, if Malcolm's listening, he's probably like, her attitude is still bad. He's going like, to like, He's going to reply with that. Right <laughs> Yeah, I think we just got older. Mm-hmm. I see like a lot of people like post pictures like every other day, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I yeah. think we, did. Like, we, we got it. But, yeah. it's, <laughs> but it's also those same people, not to be shady, but it's those same people who like post a picture every other day. It'd be like two months later, like, oh, F you, BPP, mm, pictures, gone, pictures gone, da da da, you know, like, okay, that is so. The most awkward when. <laughs> When it's like somebody has like so many pictures, and then, and then one day like, it's like one day you go back and there's like nothing there. Like I would at least gradually, like I would gradually yeah, delete yeah, things. Yeah. So it's like yeah. you, you know, but like so, they just do it all. Nah, it's straight. Drop that hammer. I don't know people that like live on. This is like bad to say. Maybe I don't know people that like live their life through social media, like mm-hmm. base their relationship off of social media. That's not the way to go. Like, you need that's that validation, not, I think. I feel yeah, like that's the exact word. That you shouldn't need social media like, yes, to validate. I'm doing this right. right yeah. Right. What you're doing. But I feel like a lot of people are so into goals mm-hmm. and like yeah. people oh Make like I want goals. my relationship to be goals or like I want mm-hmm. my relationship to be like this person's relationship who looks like they're like having mm-hmm. like the yeah. best time of their lives and really secretly their relationship sucks yeah. off social yeah. media. Yeah. She you could be beating like that, that young man, bro. She could be beating that young man. Or, yeah. <laughs> or, or he could, could be, be cheating on her. Or she could be cheating on him. <laughs> she could be cheating on him. <laughs> we could do this all night. <laughs> Please 
Don't start ever talk like that. Cam. She could be forcing him into things against his will, anything. You ever feel like that? What? Like, the, maybe not now, but before, have you ever felt that? Like the pressure? Yeah. Nah, like, I mean, I think Cam hit a really, like, key word when he said, um, like, being secure enough. It's like a lot of times people don't feel secure, so that's why like they do try they to post every that. other day. So it's like mm-hmm. I need to convince myself more so than like convince the world. Mm-hmm. And like I, I, th- I think when like you are secure in your relationship, you don't need that validation okay. from other people. That's what I was gonna get on. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, I don't really know if it's because I'm older or if it's because like I'm in like a healthy relationship. Because I think sometimes that plays a role too, like the type of relationship that you're in. Yeah. Because I know before, like just dealing with certain people and thinking like, oh, you know, why don't they post me or why don't they like comment to this or why don't they? And um, it's because like I knew they were shady people uh-huh. and like I knew like I needed that validation mm-hmm. because it's like, all right, well, if you post this here, then everybody knows. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. reassuring to me. Mm-hmm. So now, like, being with Box, it's like, Box doesn't ever have to post me ever. Like, it wouldn't change anything. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the fact that he does when he wants to is just like, okay, whatever. I mean, Mm -hmm. thank you. But it's not like, (laughs) it's not like, oh my gosh, yes, the world knows. So now I'm, like, affirmed. I think it's gotten to the point, like, what was that? What was that? I don't know. He posted, like, a picture of me, like, a couple... Like maybe a month or two. I don't remember when it is. That's how much I don't pay attention. But I was like, he didn't tag me in or anything. I just got on Instagram one day and I was like, Yeah, <laughs> what, what am I doing on here? What is this? And I said, I was like, my feet are ashy. Why did you post? Yeah, yeah. I was like, What are you doing? No, I will say because she said that, I deleted the picture. Oh, she said. Oh, that. did you? Yeah, really? I did. I did. No, Box will send me the picture. He'd be like, Is this cool? Like, yep, she said my cool. feet are ashy. I said, Well, I didn't even know <laughs> that she deleted. It's going. It's going. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. So. Well, that's classy. <laughs> we just got two really like healthy relationships here, so yeah. it's like it's hard to we don't have to worry about to like, really complain much. So. Um, I kind of want to keep it relationship focused, but there is something else I really want to ask about. What's up? Should I just wait or should I just ask it? Okay, I really wanna ask about you guys' feelings. Did you guys hear the song with Jay Z, Future <laughs> and Beyonce? I have not heard it yet. Oh uh-uh. that's how much I don't care about it. We play that after. I heard that like Beyonce was okay. harder than everybody. She went off. <laughs> okay. So 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 basically like just to, to give you a quick summary. Basically she made a comment that allegedly was about Somebody's name that oh, I was gonna say the other one. Okay. About Tiffany oh. Haddish. About somebody's name we can't say on here. Kanye's wife. Yeah, we don't. Uh, yeah. We don't say <laughs> on here. But we um, don't say the president's name, and we don't say which we are gonna ask. About okay. Yeah. Too. All right. But um, we don't say their name. Yeah. So she made a comment that allegedly might be about Kanye's wife, mm-hmm. but um, at the end of her verse, she said something about like if you want to hang out with me, you are gonna have to sign a non-disclosure. Because Tiffany Haddish was going around doing interviews, I guess, talking about um, some celebrity was, like, touching Jay-Z or, oh, like, wow. touched yeah. him on the chest and, like, she kind of swooped in and, mm-hmm. like, you know. So, Dang. she said that. And at the end of the verse, mm-hmm. she said Tiffany. Like, she said her name. Oh, wow. Shocked. <laughs> so, everybody on Twitter, of course, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. best, whatever. 
I, and I, I feel like everybody's gonna be so upset. <laughs> I personally, now I gotta look up the lyrics. No, it was a little mean. A little mean. I thought it was a little mean. Um, because Beyonce knows the power that she has. True. And I completely What's understand. What is it called? Top off. Yeah, I completely understand not wanting because I mean it kind of made her look insecure. Mm-hmm. So I understand, like, you know, she's a private person. She doesn't want her business out there. Sure. But I think Tiffany had, she just comes off as very, like, just happy to be, like, where she is. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't think that it was malicious. So I think that it just, and it's like, you know the power that you have. You know how your fans are, mm-hmm. and they are just relentless. Mm-hmm. So you feel like it was bullying. I, <laughs> use that word. Um, I mean, I kind of did. It won't be all. I just I, maybe not bullying, but it was just mean. Because I don't, and I love how she handled it though. So she like responded, and she was like, "I just love Beyonce so much." Like, yeah. of course, I'll sign a non-disclosure. Yeah. But to me, it just felt kind of like you know how your fans are. Like they they attack people, <laughs> and they're mean. <laughs> they're relentless. They are bullies. Her fans are bullies. Yeah, and so I just I don't know. I felt kind of bad. Now when she when she attacked or not attacked when she <laughs> uh, made the comments about Kanye's wife, I thought it was fine mm-hmm. because <laughs> Kanye's wife is a bully. So yeah. I just feel like you know. Uh-huh. Don't dish it if you can't take it. But with Tiffany Hodge, I felt bad. Did you feel bad? I don't see the Tiffany part in here, but go ahead. She's, it was an ad Yeah, it was an ad Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was an ad lib. Um... Yeah, I mean, because I don't feel like she was... I don't feel like Tiffany was coming from a place of, like, I'm trying to make you look insecure. I'm trying to make you look bad. Like, she was just... If you watch the interview, she was really excited. Yeah, she was so excited. Like, on some... Oh, I'm so happy to be with Beyonce. Like, oh, my gosh, she swooped in like a black princess. Like, like she was just really (laughs) excited. She did say, like, a black princess. (laughs) Like, she was just really excited Wait, so Beyonce swooped in on... On the Jay-Z. girl who was yeah. touching Jay Z, yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh. why are you touching my man type stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah. Tiffany was just like, oh, if y'all would have seen how she walked over, it was like a boss <laughs> beat. Like yeah, she was happy. She was like, like, I, mean, I don't think it's mean. She, she, I mean, especially after all that has came out from between Jay Z and Beyonce, yeah, yeah, yeah. And millions of dollars that they made, <laughs> yeah. their, their relationship. I mean, at some point you want to protect your privacy. Yeah, so I yeah. get it. Um, she may have. Well, I mean, I don't know. She wrote it and probably recorded it two or three times, and so she probably knew what she, <laughs> yeah, she knew what she did. She was, and then to throw it in as an ad lib, like yeah. you knew what she was gonna do. But so, like, just from looking at the lyrics, because I didn't listen to the song, and maybe I will, but <laughs> it just seems like she's feeling herself a little bit. Granted, it's Beyonce we are talking about, but it just seems like she's feeling herself a little bit. I'm not a Beyonce like crazy fan or anything, but I do like some of her music. Mm-hmm. But and I also don't know what the rest of this song is talking about. Maybe everybody's feeling themselves in this song. I can just like, to Beyonce's part. But like this part, it just seems like you know she's like I'm breaking the internet, my body ice. All this other stuff. Yeah, she flexed him, basically. You know? I heard she went hard. I ain't listened to you, but I heard she snapped. So, I mean, you know, it's Beyonce. It's Beyonce. I don't know if it was necessarily mean. Like, it might have... It could be, like, a place of being mean because, like, anybody who has seen, like, Tiffany Haddish just, like, kind of, like, popped up out the blue Mm -hmm. and, like, made her appearance in that trip and, like... That that trip. Girl's Girl's trip. Girl's trip. Um... In every interview that she's on, she's always excited. She yeah. just seems mm-hmm. like she's she a happy just person. seems like happy. Like she she, has she good looks energy. like she's yeah. so happy. She yeah. just yeah. seems like real bubbly. So, and granted, she's probably like 
she probably felt like she had to say this in this song because she is new to like yeah ma- like media mm-hmm. and things like that so maybe sort like of. she didn't know that she wasn't supposed to say whatever she said right. in the interview but why not pull her to the side like next like hey like don't be doing, you can't be doing stuff like that like you ain't gotta send a you shot you gotta embarrass her yeah. and have everybody on her mention she handled it well though like her, shout out to her PR because she we was were talking about that too like oh yeah. my gosh like I hope she has like an amazing uh yeah, her mentions yeah. shambles yeah they, yeah, they were you guys think they're goals Jay-Z and Beyonce? No. Wealth-wise. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, so that's the danger of thinking someone's goals. Like, people may have really looked at them like, oh, I want to be Beyonce, Jay-Z. Like, what they didn't know behind the scenes, he was cheating on her, too. Yeah, yeah. So. Why would you want to I mean, yeah, their bank account goes. Yeah, yeah, they definitely bank account goes. That's about it. All right. I'll sit down and have dinner with them, get some knowledge. Yeah. (laughs) You think Kanye's wife and Kanye are goals? Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kanye is goals. You don't think, think wealth-wise their goals? Yeah. yeah. Listen, that's it. Kanye's wife and their family, one thing I will say, they know how to make money. Yeah. I, I cannot hate on them with that. Like, they got that money with whoever they did, whoever they got it from, and mm-hmm. took it. Made a TV show, they made a clothing line, they got makeup. They know apps. how to make Malcolm money. Malcolm was trying to convince me to like them. Last night. I can't get with them, man. Which was... Yeah. So, before we get to this game... Gotta pray for <laughs> One last thing I really want to talk about. This is like your third one last thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it would be rude to not ask a political question with the Obamas here. <laughs> the, so, the Obamas. That's so crazy. So, I mean, there's so many things that we could say about 45. We don't say oh, his yeah. name again. That's fine uh, with me. <laughs> so, recently... <laughs> Okay, there's two things I want your opinion on. I'm going to make it fast. Um, what are your thoughts on arming teachers? <laughs> and then, um, did you hear his comments about we should abolish term limits? Did you guys hear about that? I did not hear about that. Basically, no. he said he wants to adopt China's idea of, like, not having term limits. Like, essentially, <laughs> give us a dictator. For, for the presidency? Yes. Oh so God. what are your thoughts on arming teachers and getting rid of term limits? You want to go first? I would just say, like, for someone that works inside of a school, why would you want to give teachers who are working with your children a gun? Like, a fight could break out and something happened, a teacher's going to break it up, somebody takes the teacher's gun. Like... that's one that's one point right there for somebody that works in a classroom and especially somebody that works in a classroom with behavior students you want to give me a gun Mm -hmm. you got enough to worry about for i already have enough to worry about and i like that just doesn't seem like a smart idea to me and then you want say there is a shooter in the building you want all the teachers to come out and start what a war in the hallway and shooting like just gunshots back Mm -hmm. and forth back and forth with somebody who's carrying an assault rifle, you just want us to come out in the hallway like and start, wild, wild and start <laughs> like that. Just, shootout in the that just doesn't <laughs> that doesn't seem like a smart idea. Again, going back to people coming up with policies and making up stuff who have never set foot in a classroom or a school a day in their life. Yeah, yeah. Arming teachers with guns is, is a terrible <clears throat> idea. It's a 
it's a third grade idea. It's It's something idea. that you expect a third grader to it say. You know, she gets the teacher's gun. Exactly. Didn't something happen in Georgia? Like a teacher had a gun or something? I think I heard about, you heard about that. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, um, especially the way that teachers are being treated now. They're underpaid, <laughs> understaffed. Um, they don't they can't have, even get school supplies. Right, like can't so many, get so many but teachers. But you want to give me a gun? So Send me a pack of paper. Putting out uh, GoFundMe's because they don't have enough money to supply their classroom for the entire school year. Yeah, like that's so. But yet you want to spend federal money to give people guns. And my biggest fear is not only that that you know teachers there are far more more th- more important things that teachers need. But my biggest fear is that you know I see a teacher in an urban school with a gun. And uh, they get, I don't know, frustrated. You know, mm-hmm. many times we as yeah. Mayor Franklin, teachers cussed us out. <laughs> teachers cussed us <laughs> out. Teachers, teachers walk, yeah, yeah. Teachers oh walk out God. the classroom. And, you know, like, all it takes us is that one time for that teacher to up the strap on somebody. And, you know, little, little Tyrone is dead on the floor, yeah. right, because the teacher frustrated because he had a gun. Or he could easily try to flip it and say, you know, I felt... Because he I stood up. Threatened. Yeah, man. Especially great for my life. And this is going to sound bad, but for, um, for, um, uh, non, no. I'm just going to say it, white teachers or other teachers who work in inner city schools that don't get training on, like, cultural competencies or yeah. anything like that. They don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, they know what they're doing. They have a teaching license, but they don't know the environment that they're about to be in. So, they go into this new environment, and they got a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not... It's not... Like... I, f- I just fear for the lives that could be potentially taken. Like, that's just, more just lives instead of taking better rash, steps yeah. to prevent... But in regards that. to... Uh, well, one thing before you oh, say that. Okay. So, in addition to, like, the teachers being, like, careless or irresponsible, I mean, it also just puts this burden on teachers of, like, okay, not only do you have to be teacher and mm-hmm. sometimes, like, babysitter or whatever, mm-hmm. now you have to play police. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's just, like, the police can't even play police sometimes. Right. So, like, why would we give no, that responsibility teachers. to a teacher? Right. It's just unfair. So, yeah. Especially with this day and age, like, teachers be getting washed every day, bro. Like, yeah. all it takes is a kid to just beat up a teacher that Kids can jump the teacher and then take yeah. the gun and just go cause havoc or like anything. This is not a good idea. It's like not. I said, it's a third it's, grade it's, answer, right? <laughs> Inner city kids are too not, mildly. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how anyone thinks that's a good solution. Right? I mean, I mean and teachers have been speaking out and saying like they don't want that. Yeah. Like the teachers yeah. don't want the guns. It's so crazy. So yeah, term limits, and then yeah. I'm done. And it's on box. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, that, I'm not surprised that that's his thought. Wait, what is this thought? I'm so sorry. So he, gonna... he wants to get rid of term limits for the presidency. I mean, that's... He said we should oh, adopt so, that idea. So that he can stay there Ab- longer? I mean, basically. Absolutely not. Right, I mean... It's I mean, just insane some of the things I feel like he can say and get away with. And, like, if Obama was to say something like this, like, let's adopt this idea. Like, the crazy part is, like, the, the biggest 
scandals that Obama, the Obamas if that's had. That's the case. Was, let's bring Obama back. Easter suit. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Was Easter suit Obama, suit. <laughs> which was fly, by the way. Yeah. And then Michelle Obama having her arms out. Right. Like those. Those were the big scandals that the Obamas had. And then right. folks want to pop off. <laughs> yeah, folks want to pop off. Right. Right. But, but he said forty five said best not. <laughs> no, yeah, best not. He said so many. Forty five said I mean, so much. Yeah. Up and what lost has up. he not said? But. No, that's that's terrible. I mean, we we need to have term limits. America has always flipped between between the two parties, yeah. and I think it's good to have that that sometimes because right now it's not good. <laughs> Do you think that there's more? Because oh, I know a lot of people have said that there's more good than bad that has come out of him being elected. Mm-hmm. So I guess like you know, so I I don't know. He, I see why people say that. Yeah. I see. I knew when he got elected that this was going to create some type of insurgency within the Democratic base and voters, you know, mind to, to get out and actually do something, like to pay attention to the political process and, and mm-hmm. to be involved because people were going to get so pissed off at <laughs> what he was doing, what he was going to do. And we see it now. Like, we see the, the, the kids from, you know, the Parkland shooting, you know, really rising up. You know, organizing marches at their state yeah. house, going down to to organize marches in D.C. We see, I think this year, this year for 2018, like the most women ever recorded to run for public office is running for office. Um, we see a lot more minorities trying to get involved, all because of you know yeah. this guy, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's good and bad, right? We're, it's good because we're getting a new wave of of future leaders who can really make a difference but it's bad that we have to endure this right now yeah like, <laughs> i'm noticing it's like that across the board too like even in with the uh, american psychological association like mm-hmm. the apa format like all that stuff like um the current president right now is a black woman mm-hmm. and then the president-elect is a black woman Look, i just interviewed yeah. with her yeah. in Memphis. um but like i feel like it's like more black people are starting to get like into these roles oh, and trying yeah. to like make these changes and differences so yeah man like i mean if this is what it takes i mean i hate that it's got I was to be I hate that this is what it has yeah. to take but if this is what it takes then like like people it. really thought that he wasn't going to win so they didn't vote and they didn't go out or try to get people yeah. to vote and so like it happened and then people were like go vote oh. go vote <laughs> yeah. go vote as he wears a black vote uh, what is it? <laughs> Black folks matter. matter. Sure. <laughs> There's only two conditions under which I would be okay with that idea. First condition is we got to do a re-election, mm-hmm. and the second condition is it's got to be either the Illinois Obama or the Ohio Obama. <laughs> other than that, I'm not with it. <laughs> so, we'll keep the term limits if I can't have it that way. Yeah, yeah. that's the only way. That's just like. With some of his own people, like Republicans, not even liking him, I don't know why he would want to introduce <laughs> that. Party yeah, like, yeah, like you know, there's some people that like your own people are not backing you up. So, what on earth makes you think he loses people from his administration? Like what? Like every week? Oh yeah. Isn't he the first, um, the first president to have the government shut down with like his yeah. party? Yeah. <laughs> with his party running over. We're gonna have control the the White House the House and the Senate. Yeah. <laughs> but and people still, still don't agree down. with you. Yeah. That says something. But it's the Democrats' fault. Yeah. That's so 45 that's, for you. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, people don't really like when I get into talking about him. Or is that just Malcolm? <laughs> it's just Malcolm. Okay. 45. 
Malcolm, <laughs> sorry that you had to listen to that, Malcolm. <laughs> Malcolm will start a debate with anybody about anything. So, <laughs> hey man, that's not true, man. I don't appreciate that's you saying true. that, Liz. For real, bro. <laughs> all right, all right. Here it comes now. So this is the moment. You, maybe you haven't been waiting for it. Maybe you have. Nah, I feel like we built this up. It's, 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 it's not that great. It's really not. It's really not. It's just like some... Okay, so a little game about like how well do you know your significant other. So, oh, okay. We should be yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> we should be good. Alyssa's right? like, oh, wait. We should practice. We should, we should Go ahead. Answer. We're going to this We've been show. practicing in case we go on the game show. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. perfect. See, like, I'm that's glad we could be of service. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that seems like something you guys would do. <laughs> <laughs> Turn on NBC, like. Right. <laughs> on those cruise ships. <laughs> All right, so we can take turns on the back and forth with questions. Okay. Then you can go first. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Wait, you guys aren't playing? It's just me and Cam? Oh, that's crazy. Oh, no. I told you it was a setup. Go ahead. Right, go ahead. So, I mean, we can play. Yeah, we can play. Yeah. Or y'all can even ask us, like... Go. Just just go. So, I'll ask you a Box. question, and then you have to answer it, like, what his answer oh. is, and then he has to answer it. Okay. What your answer is. All right. All right. So, biggest fear. Cam's biggest fear? <laughs> yeah. And you guys cannot cheat and ask him. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, first of all, I don't know because oh, okay, drowning again. Yeah, that's sure. the first one. I'm gonna just stick with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Your biggest fear. Your biggest fear. Uh, let me see. There's a there's a few that you might have that I think that you have. I think your biggest fear. <laughs> I I want to say <laughs> not having your nails done. If y'all can see her face right and, I wish this was like a visual. And I'm trying to think of a good one. Roller coasters. Well, it ain't your biggest fear, but you fear no. roller coasters, yeah. But it's definitely not having my nails done. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, let me tell you, when we moved up here and I didn't have a nail shop and I, like, had my, I was, like, walking around here, pacing, circling, like, it was bad. I was, yep. I, yep. <laughs> That's funny. We'll keep That's that. classy, though. That is classy. <laughs> So y'all can ask. All right, uh, <laughs> I gotta just think off the top okay. of your dome. Yeah, because we don't have notes. Yeah, we don't, we're, we're not prepared. Favorite <laughs> movie? Her favorite movie. I, wait, can I have a second to think of what my favorite <laughs> no. movie is? You Nicks don't really have I, like I don't have favorite favorites. things. So that's this is always hard. But like, um, if I was gonna narrow down, <laughs> she's so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> your I mean, favorite movie your favorite show I'm for sure going to say Pretty Little Liars absolutely movie. I can for sure pick a favorite show movie okay. okay can we get like a type of movie yeah that's cool your favorite type of movie yeah. is Hallmark rom-com Christmas <laughs> movie yes uh, absolutely I just can't pick that's like, like a banger. just one yeah, like I'm so bad at picking favorite anything cause I'm like everything changes so mm-hmm. like tomorrow my favorite movie could be something else mm-hmm. gotcha so, yeah, for you, I 
know this is this is wrong, but I'm gonna say this movie. What is that movie that we watched with the guy and his brother died and they were playing bas they were on the basketball team? Oh, six man. That's is that your favorite? That's, that's definitely that's one such of a good movie. movie. Yeah. Okay, so I wasn't right. So that wasn't your favorite. Um, what's your favorite number one movie? You know my favorite number. Oh, Lux. I don't know you. By the way, guys, I'm under pressure, so <laughs> that could be a reason why. Your favorite Six movie? Man is one of my favorites. I've watched I it did. more than my favorite. Oh, you probably don't. When you say I'm going to be so sorry because I know that I know it. I'm, I actually was just telling you about it like two weeks ago when I said, um, <laughs> when you remember said, Deshaun or yeah, R.A.? Yeah, yeah, he put it. Juice! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I feel like I gave you a hint, though. You so. did. Okay, so whatever. <laughs> We should keep score of this. We should have been keeping score. <laughs> All right, um, my turn. So, where does he want to live when you guys retire? Oh, she knows this. She retired. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, absolutely. This is not a joke. Right. Where, do, where does she want to live? She wants to mm-hmm. live. Where does she want? You to got live? this. What do you want to learn when you retire? You have the answer in your head. I can't believe it. I have faith in you. When you retire? Where I want to live. If I if I had a choice of where I could live right now, where would it be? I don't know. You do know. Uh, <laughs> give me a hint. I don't know. It's out west. Oh, Damn, Arizona. <laughs> he was so unhappy. Yeah. Damn, Arizona. They got a street called Drinkwater right. Boulevard. It's too oh. That's funny. Yeah. First of all, you should be drinking water regardless. <laughs> but if the street got to remind you. Are, you. Are. Yeah, if the street has to remind you, it's hot. That means a gallon ain't going to cut it. It feels great out there. You guys yeah. are crazy. I absolutely move to Huber Heights. That's my plan. That's insane. I got a question. I love Huber Heights. Box, what is Spin most stressed out about with this wedding? What's her number one thing? <laughs> you know what it is. I don't even know. The if I can number say one. It. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know if I can say if he can't say it. He can't. Um, <laughs> you can tell me after. Just say it. She's definitely most stressed about the wedding party. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> Rightfully so. I'm just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> right. What is Box most stressed about the wedding? Me being stressed. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. That's definitely what he's most stressed yeah. about. Because I've always got to like oh. wedding party. If you're listening to this, I just need y'all to understand. Like everything y'all do to her, it has a trickle down effect. <laughs> so like whatever y'all do to her, it magnifies to me because like I gotta hear about it and then I gotta like deal with that. Result. So just like get take your stage yeah, together. Take the stress right? off a box. <laughs> yeah. Take the stress, ultimately, take the, that's yeah, what's take right? the stress right? off the spin so the stress can be off a box. Thank you, Kale. <laughs> you got a question? Or I can go. Um, you if you have one, um, okay, let me. We'll take I'll go back. next. All right. Then. What is each other's dream job? Oh, that's a beautiful question. Kim wants to be chief of staff. President. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what this episode's called. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Kim wants to be chief of staff for somebody. That way he can still be, like, in the biz, but not, like, the face of the biz. Mm-hmm. For now. <laughs> yeah. And Alyssa wants to, I don't even know if there's, like, a correct title for it yet. Maybe there is. I just don't know. 
but she wants to be like a student personnel uh, for at-risk youth, um, particularly high school students who are trying to find a pathway to college and uh, also... Slash uh, policy. Oh, uh, yeah. And also um, uh, helping the retention rate uh, of, of first-year minority students. Um, she wants to help them stay in school. And then, of course, you know, when she's old and gray, maybe not old and gray, but get into education policy. Goodness. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that made me tired. Like. <laughs> yeah, that so I don't know the correct term for it, though. Like, everything. Yeah. She wants to do everything. Yeah. Like, with the retention aspect, that reminds me of, like, you know, being from the inner city. Like, me and Cam was so excited to, like, make it past our first semester. Yes, man. And I'm like, Aww. looking back, like, that should not... I mean, like, yeah, it's an accomplishment, but that shouldn't be, like... The, the goal, Yeah, right? that like, be the goal. We that, celebrated that like, like we had just won a, a championship while, yeah, game yeah, yeah. <laughs> when like, we, we made it past the We did it, because after that first first semester and year, like, everybody came back home. Uh, I mean, due to some... Some people have financial aid problems. Yeah, some, some people don't come back. But mm-hmm. some people just grades and then just can't handle it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's extremely. And we've seen it at Capitol. Like yeah. there was years where Capitol had a bunch of black people come in, <laughs> yeah. but they couldn't. They didn't stay. Yeah, yeah. They dropped out. I think it definitely takes a certain level of maturity. Oh yeah. Because I feel like I was just like not there. Maturity. <laughs> I, I do. I mean, you guys have to have freshman year. <laughs> you guys have to have some type of like maturity to be able to like. You know, go to class and do work and stuff. Like, I felt yeah. like I was just like, it was more think, so like, hear the pressure of me hearing my mom's voice yeah, in the back of my head. Yeah. I don't know if it was maturity. And then, like, we yeah. had somebody, fortunately, we had somebody who went through, like, before us from mm-hmm. our school, and he was like, if y'all just try. Like, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, he said, as long as you try, you'll yeah. get a C. Your professors won't. Okay. They don't want to fail you. Yeah, Aww. just just show up and just try. Do the work and give it effort. Like, make sure you do everything that's required. And yeah, yeah. Whose yeah, turn? That's what they're doing. Oh. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, well, you guys eat a lot, so I can't. Say <laughs> <laughs> like, you, I, you eat different things, so I. You can't. You just don't choose one thing all the time. Um, That's what classy people do. <laughs> no. In the easy. words that's been. No. Biggest accomplishment. Thus far. Thus far. Life. So what does he think is his biggest accomplishment? Yeah. Oh man. Um. I know what I think is your biggest, but <laughs> what do you think is your biggest accomplishment? I mean, going through this PhD process. Yeah. There you go. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Let's give me a second <laughs> to figure out mine. <laughs> it's a 0.1%, bro. Yeah, um, that's crazy. You know, I don't know what mine is. I can't wait. We're going to be at Vox for graduation acting a fool. Absolutely. And a Cinco de Mayo. Oh, yeah. yeah. My oh, I was talking about the PhD one. Oh, yeah. For sure. I don't know what my biggest is. Let me see. I would say yours. Well, what I think that you think yours is. <laughs> there you go. Um. Just the journey that you've been on this entire, like, year and a half of, like, like really trying to better yourself and understanding, like, you've got to have, like, 
like you've been changing your outlook on a lot of things and like this mental health yeah, journey. Yeah, you've been on that journey of like um like finding yourself and really like being more patient with yourself, understanding like I've seen your confidence grow. Yeah. I've seen like you like Oh, you make me cry. <laughs> you guys are goals. No. Wow. No. Hashtag no. goals. No. No. It's just been fun to see, like, the growth. It's been fun to see? The growth? Because it's been the hard growth. to go the through. Growth. I mean, anything that, like, is new is going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow, look at them already spitting bars. Ain't even in the pit. <laughs> already. Over it. They're going to be like, oh, gosh. They're going to be like, who Johnson. is this guy? <laughs> Said once said. <laughs> You're Dr. Oh, Johnson's wife? Wow, how does that feel? <laughs> I don't like any of you guys. Y'all sitting here um, listening to the future president no, and first right. lady. That's so and crazy. they sitting here trying to make us. And from what y'all heard Alyssa say, I'm 1,000% sure that her uh, the policy she focused on isn't going to be cyberbullying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, I have like one question that I really want to ask. All so right. you can make it the last one unless you have one, but I have one that I want to ask. What is your favorite thing about Cam? This is not like a competition mm-hmm. question, but like, mm-hmm. what is your favorite thing about Cam? And Cam, what's your favorite thing about Alyssa? Ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> My guy's got manners. Oh. Chivalry isn't dead. It's not dead. My favorite thing about Cam. That's really hard to like. Oh, because there's so. Many. <laughs> yeah, it's just. You can um, pick a top three. I'd probably say like the way that he like believes in me more than like you believe in like more than you like believe in yourself. You know. Yes, I can. Yeah, I would have. I would have. Like, why don't they see it? <laughs> I have no idea. I would so have beautiful. to say that would be like the number one thing because like even I can remember like grad school sitting in y'all's apartment at <laughs> one o'clock in the morning like I gotta finish this app. I'm about to go to sleep. Forget it. I'm not going. You better open up that laptop and finish that. Like, you know, that probably and I don't know. That's the number one thing, though. That'd be the number one thing for sure. For sure. The most, it's a lot. New to me. (laughs) Whatever. She's like, say it all. Say all of them. Um... The, the way Alyssa supports me in everything, everything that I do. Oh, you guys, we want to Whether, you know, it's stuff with the church, stuff with, you know, politics, you know, stuff with, when I was chapter president in college, dealing with all that headache. And, oh, God, yes. Oh, my God. You know, and she took time to volunteer for programs and events and all that type of stuff, and she didn't have to. Um... And I think a testament to that is her moving up here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what I was thinking uh-huh. too. <laughs> <laughs> so the way that she supports me in, in everything, literally, mm-hmm. everything. That was very nice of you to say. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was. Oh, shucks. <laughs> so sweet. So to you guys, you, you wasn't going to get out of here that easily. <laughs> yeah, and then it that quick. <laughs> Same question back at you. Ladies first. Chivalry isn't dead. <laughs> and your friends um, back by you. Well, 
I like how Box is so just like relentless. Like Box is one of those people he, well, he told me like he knew from the moment he met me. And like, even when I was like, oh yeah, like, you know, I didn't know or I thought like, oh my gosh, like we'll never be together. Like it can't happen. This feels impossible. And it, like, he never like lost that faith. Like he always mm -hmm. kept the faith. Like, yeah, this is like gonna happen. And then like, just knowing like Box would do anything for me. I think it makes, like he makes me feel safe. So like now I can be on I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I can like be on this mental health journey that I'm on because I feel safe. Like I feel like mm -hmm. I'm allowed to like go through these like feelings and oh my gosh. <laughs> go through these feelings and like I don't know. He's just like amazing. Box believes in me so much. I go to Box every day with, like, a new thing that I want to do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh, Box. Like, I want to open this business. And he's like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Like, he'll be looking up resources and, like, uh, anything I want to do, 100%. He supports me all the mm -hmm. time. And just makes me, he makes me feel like I'm, like, the most important person in the world. So, yeah. <laughs> Teardrop. <laughs> oh, you guys suck. I get, I get. Getting cloudy. Yeah, that was your question. I know, <laughs> right. I didn't think they'd bring it back on us. Yeah, I, I can testify to the fact that when Box was 18, he said, I'm a married spinach. <laughs> I did. We were That's sitting in the campus of Capital University mm -hmm. and the Loman Dormitory. <laughs> 163. Doc said, I'm a Mary Spinisha, and look what happened. Da, da, da. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, for me, like, well, you all know me here, but like those who are listening, like who know me, like they know, like I'm pretty chill about like a lot of things. Like I'm, I'm pretty level-headed, pretty cool. Like I don't get too stressed out. But when I do have those instances of stress, like, it really, like, hits hard and, like, I start freaking out. And, like, I know that I can always go to Nish and, like, she'll know exactly what to say to, like, bring me back down to, like, a level. And, like, she just always has the words to, like, put me at ease, essentially. And I know that anytime I get to, like, get super worked up, I can just count on her to bring me back down and, like, help me understand. Like, help me understand that it's not as bad as it seems or just, um, like, provide that that mental support that I need. Mm -hmm. um, like she's always supportive in everything that I, I do. Like I've got an interview tomorrow with Cleveland state and she's here in Cleveland with me, like mm -hmm. just making sure that I'm calm and like got everything I need. Um, like she's a crybaby at times. <laughs> <laughs> that just goes As to show like, <laughs> that just goes to show how passionate she is. Uh -huh. And um, like when she, when she's into something, like, she gives it her all. Like, she really loves hard, and I feel every ounce of that. Mm -hmm. So, like, I just appreciate your support and your love, and don't Thanks. let it stop. <laughs> all right. So sweet. so sweet. Very last thing. It's not a question. Okay. So the game's over. I guess yeah. we both, we all win. <laughs> yeah, both couples yeah. win. Yeah, so, give ourselves a round of applause. Um, <laughs> from everybody, what's, like, a piece of advice that you would give to, like, Maybe like a younger couple. Like one thing that you've learned in your relationship so far that you would like tell to another couple. Communication. Yeah. Um, I think that's the most key. Like a lot of times people expect their significant others to be a mind reader or um, like just automatically know what's going on with you. Like you got to be able to communicate what you need or like you can't always expect someone to know what you need or what's mm -hmm. going on. You got to be able to tell them that and 
Um, it helps when you're with somebody who who creates that safe space for you to like express your your emotions. Because mm-hmm. like even Cam will tell you like I wasn't good at like expressing how I felt. Like I would keep a lot of things bottled in, but I feel like being with you has kind of enabled me to like let my guard down and. Um, express yeah, because so like, you have to talk. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. basically made <laughs> <make> you. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, definitely communication. Like, just make sure you are expressing what you need. You're adhering to what your partner needs, and understand like everyone's love language is different. So yes. the way you may want to be loved, they may not want to be loved. Right. So you got to factor that in. Right. Um. Yes, communication is very key. Uh, I'm me and Alyssa. She has tr- has had to make me talk <laughs> more than a few occasions because I'm I'm nonchalant yeah and not on purpose but that's just who I am mm-hmm. and so she you know has to force it out of me sometimes but communication but I will also definitely uh, say forgiveness Ooh. forgiveness is big yeah. um, because yeah right I mean we live together now. Just so you guys know. <laughs> Forgiveness. Forgiveness is huge, though. Forgiveness is huge. We took um, a, a different route before getting married, but mm-hmm. it's... It's big. Yeah. Because little little petty things can boil, and you don't want that to boil. Just, mm-hmm. you know, forgive and let go and, and move forward, but I think that's the big thing. So when it boils... Yeah, when it boils, the, top, the top just come off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's like, well, we got to move past this. That's dangerous too. Like if mm-hmm. you're not, if you're not expressing what's going on, because if you're holding somebody accountable for something they don't know is an issue, yeah, yeah. But like you yeah. said, it's going. It's the right. yeah. yeah, yeah. But Alyssa has no problem with letting me know her issues. <laughs> All <laughs> right, no problem. Thank God for those women. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. how you have to be. Yeah. Just hit you with that meme, just so you know the one that be like. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh-huh. good though, because I hate when people be like, "Oh, what's wrong with you? Nothing." Nothing like that. Is, I promise you. Me more when he that. asks me what's wrong with me, I'm like, "Oh, I'll let you know." Yeah, <laughs> this is what's wrong with me. You barely get the chance to ask. <laughs> I don't like, have to ask. I'm like, yeah, I didn't like it when. Yeah, yeah. If I'm like, oh, and another thing. <laughs> and like, another thing. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> Unless I'm like, if I'm really, really, really upset and I say nothing, then it's a problem. Yeah. Like, if you ask me what's wrong with me, I'd be like, nothing. He'd be like, I don't think I'd like, Okay, I'll just let you come. Time to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what piece of advice would you give? Um, don't base your relationship off of other people. Like, Don't base your relationship off of other people and what they say, and don't take advice from people that are single. I'm just saying. Because I, oh, I, 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 I was single for forever, and I gave the best advice. I said I was just kidding. <laughs> oh, I gotta, I'm I gotta just add kidding. one. I gotta but add one. <laughs> you also don't want to project old feelings from a past relationship mm-hmm. or insecurities into your new relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a big one That's when good. we got together. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was huge, actually. I'm like, I'm not that Long nigga. time ago. <laughs> I mean, that was like an issue that we I had to tell. Too. I had to tell her that a lot. Like, I'm Multiple not him. Multiple times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, chill out. Like, even if it seems familiar, like, yeah. they're, they're going to be overlapped. Yeah, I think that was something I dealt with a lot when we first got together. Yeah. 
But we also got to realize, like, as the other person who may be on that, end, like, the receiving end, like, it's, like, a lot of times that's, that's that person's reference point for yeah. a relationship. So it's true, like, true. it kind of comes with the territory. And I've, if you I've grown do, to realize. like, say something, like, sometimes if you do, like, can't be like, who are you talking to? Be like, mm-hmm. yeah. apparently nobody. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> um... I mean, this might sound like a simple one, but, like, respect. Like, mm-hmm. you... I know people say, oh, you have to respect others. But, but you... I think in a relationship, you really have to maybe respect somebody in ways you didn't think mm-hmm. would be respect. So, as far as, like, with the box, when we first started dating, like, communication is something that's super important to me. Like, if I have a problem, I'm going to address it immediately the second i have the problem i'm gonna be like yeah i didn't like this and box is one of those people where he's like you know i need to sit with this for a second and i didn't like it i'm like no like you have to learn how to be this person who communicates when i want to Mm -hmm. and so i wasn't respecting him because you know you have to compromise you really have to like learn and it goes into what you said like about like the love languages and just like communication styles like you really have to like learn mm-hmm. this person and I'm not saying change yourself but mm-hmm. you have to work towards, you know, making it's it comfortable for the, yeah, for the, yeah. both of you. Yeah. So like Box has worked on like, you know, not needing days to sit with something. And I've worked I've never on taken days. I'm just being <laughs> But like and I've worked on like, okay, maybe we don't have to talk in this moment. Like we can like, you know, cool off and mm-hmm. like talk a couple hours later and like it'll be cool. So I definitely think like respect of people's love languages and communication styles is something that um, people should be considerate of. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was That's everything. Tough. You guys made it through, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't that bad. Right? I didn't know what to <laughs> it expect. wasn't that at all. <laughs> but you guys, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it thank was you, cool. thank you for yeah, coming. We'll be happy show. to be on your show this again. Oh, you hear that, guys? The Obamas yeah. will come back. <laughs> Coming from somebody that has their own show. We're just guests. But all right. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys for coming on to our show. Thank Absolutely. you listeners for listening. Um, you guys have any, like, last-minute thoughts? Any last-minute yeah. plugs? Any, uh, yeah, anything you want to tell us about? Events? Anything? Yeah. Boxing spin the show wedding coming up. <laughs> August 2018. If you ain't get your save the date, that means you ain't invited. I'm sorry for your loss. You gonna be there, you're gonna be watching bro Snapchat. Sorry. Oh my gosh. All of that. Uh, no. Nope. That's it. That's it. So social we got media you have social media. Yeah, handles. so my Twitter is Mr. underscore. C Harris twenty three and my Instagram is Mr underscore C Harris. And if you need mine, you just gonna have to look on Kim's <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, there was something else I wanted to say just now, and I feel so. I wish I would have said it. Shout out to my dog, Petey. Say some things. Yeah, shout out to Petey, man. Um, up past his bedtime yeah. right now. Big goofy. He's falling out a little bit now. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. When you listen to this episode. Use the hashtag. Uh, what is your hashtag? Cam. Cam. Oh, Cam, Cam Harris for president. Cam, 2028. Cam Harris for president. Twenty twenty eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Use that hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can follow our podcast at 
case, case rotation, rotation is enough. I do that every week. You do. <laughs> at case rotation, not pod, just case rotation. You can follow me on Twitter at spinzo. That's S P I N Z Z Z O. And, and at Box Jetson on Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, all that. And make sure you check out our website. I haven't added anything else this week, but still. Check out our website, www.spoxforever.com. And that's it. Hey. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, man.